0: So um, I know I said like three weeks ago, I was going to finish it then, but I have finally finished um, my first book of 2022, Mm -hmm. Um, The Woman in the Window by A.J. Finn. Um, Mind you, I've had this book, (laughs) this book, I've been trying to finish it for months now, just months and months and months. And I just haven't, I haven't taken the time to actually just sit down and get through it. There was a bunch of start stops, but um, it was Saturday. I was at my little, you know, my little, um, I call it my office desk, which is, you know, in the living room, had the little um, space heater going, had some snacks, had the music. And I was just like, let's just open this up and let's just go. Let's just, let's just, let's just see how far we get. And I think I ended up reading the remaining like 150 pages. I was up till Three in the morning, finishing it because it just got to a point. You know, you know that point where you get into a book where it's just like,
1: I have to finish this right yet, now. Yeah,
0: like, oh no, I have to finish this. I have to keep going. I have to keep going. And I think I I kept going because I was just there was a there was a big. I don't want to spoil it for the girls out there, so I won't. If anyone wants to watch the movie adaptation on Netflix or read the book, I don't want to spoil anything. But I will just say, after three hundred plus pages, there was a reveal. There was a twist. And I was just like, you mean to tell me after this whole time that, and I was just like, you know what? I have to finish this. I have to. And then it was another one of those things where where I figured out the, the second twist or, like, the answer before the protagonist did. And it was so fucking obvious. <laughs> it was, like, because the way the author did it was, like, very, like, kind of small, like, secondary throwaway details. But I was like, wait a minute wait a minute I see what you're doing I got you (laughs) and then when it finally came out I was like thank you because I'm just I was so now the woman in the window y'all is um one of those pieces that lies in the unreliable narrator field um queen Amy Dunn um from Gone Girl that is like the that is like my personal staple for the unreliable narrator genre and then that can be closely followed mm-hmm. by um, Rachel from The Girl on the Train, um, and now we have Miss, our doctor um, Anna Fox from The Woman in the Window, and similar to Rachel from The Girl on the Train, um, Doctor Fox also was a drinker. She loved her summer low. She loved her, the alcohol. So it was like, girl, is what you seeing? is it even real? Can I even trust what's going on right now? Mm-hmm. And so she was a frustrating protagonist, especially after the story got to a certain point. I'm just like, sweetie, what are we doing?
1: What the fuck <laughs> are you
0: doing? What, what's going on? Can you just, for five seconds, can you just, because I'm like, especially after I figure out the twist, I'm just like, the answer is right there in your house. What are you doing? But um, yeah, she just, I, it wasn't that I couldn't root for her because I was rooting for her. It was just like, I just wanted to wake her up. You know, I'm just like, Anna, please stop. Anna, please like please (laughs) (laughs) like anime but yeah it was but it was a um i give it three out of five stars it was it was an okay book it was an okay story um the writing style was very like i because i think it was just how anna was characterized a lot Mm -hmm. of the it was like a lot of you know like short sentence short sentences like we kind of jump to the next thing but i think that was just because you know that's that's who anna was as a character her mind is kind of all over the place yeah. so but it would just i don't know again after a certain point in the book because it was just it just there were a lot of areas in the book especially and i would say like the after the um after the halfway point where the story dragged very unflatteringly uh, and it's just like okay Oh, I feel like I feel I feel like now I'm working through this. And it's like it hmm. shouldn't, you know, like
1: Yeah, it shouldn't feel like that when you're reading, especially a thriller novel.
0: Yeah, like Gone Girl was not like that. It was just but
1: and I'm know, all, it's a reimagining of um
0: Hitch uh, Hitchcock, right?
1: Rear window, yeah.
0: Yeah, because that and that's the thing. That's the thing. Um Anna watched a lot of those um black and white old school um mystery or murder mystery thrillers, like um, noir, you know, and a lot of them were quoted in the book, um, like, even like by character name, all that stuff. So I, I and I, especially when it was like, oh, the movie is actually, like, the movie that is being referenced is actually, like, kind of telling us the answer right now. So I got that, but it was just very, mm, it didn't do, it didn't do anything new similar to the movie we're going to discuss today it didn't do anything new it didn't do anything fresh it was just like and i wouldn't even say it was playing it safe it was just like there wasn't like even when we got to the ending like the big the big reveal and you know the final um the climax it was just like i've i've seen this before you know
1: i've read a book like that um you ever read final girls by riley sager
0: no but i have heard of it
1: it's 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 kind of the same i'll let you borrow it if you want
0: let me go through this pile here <laughs> before i start discussing um borrowing so books those
1: that didn't know we're now starting a scary reading club oh god <laughs> only. oh god there's a mystery so here we
0: go <laughs> and for this month we'll be reading. <laughs> God, it's too much. Oh my goodness. Um, but it feels I just want to say though, I finished a book for the first time since um probably 2020, which is crazy. Um, because I just, you know, 2021 was just um work.
1: You know, I did read a book last year. Do you have the overdrive app? Uh, no. So I learned this when I was in high school, um, because buying books is for rich bitches and I'm not a rich bitch.
0: I just, so I just, I, have, I just love hardcovers. Okay.
1: Right. But I have a library card and with an overdrive app, with the overdrive app, you can, it's basically like a library app and you can borrow eBooks. If you don't have time to like go to the library and get a book.
0: Oh so yeah. In a pinch. Yes.
1: And, um, I checked out a digital loan of The Black Buck, a novel by Matteo Ascarapur. It's pretty good. That's the last book I read last year. I would read it on the train.
0: Oh, I know this one. I know this book. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I was in a, I was in a, um, there was um, like a, one of those not a zoom call, but the, the author came on, it was kind of like a talk, but it was like, I was in the chat and like, you could ask questions and it was him. And I think my, I think, I think my friend Sasha Banks might've been in the same thing. Um, and he was talking about this. It was just right. It was right when it came out. So I do know this book, but it's on my list. So I have to get to that one, but yeah, this is the first book I finished since. (laughs) 2020, um, and now I'm about to embark on this other pile that I have. Um, I'm The next book that I've gotten to is a relatively short one compared to The Woman in the Window. I'm reading um, is it, I think it's uh, De-Evolution um, by Max Brooks, and it is a like Bigfoot environmental thriller. Mm like firsthand account of the massacre at, you know, with Bigfoot. And I'm just like, Ooh, and I just, and I, I don't know where I, somebody referenced it in the comments on some posts and saying that it was very scary. And I'm just like, I'm going to hold you to that because the only book that I've ever read in my entire life that is actually like scared me, like actually made me like, fear. we're not talking about like, Oh, you know, like the happy scary you get when I'm talking about, like actually made me feel like is something coming? Is it, are we okay? Are we safe here Is it
1: terror? Time again. No, For real.
0: <laughs> Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. Oh, God. Pet Cemetery got under my skin. It chilled me. It was very scary. Because it was bit like, I, I read it when I was a teenager. Um, and I just remember like, I don't know. I think it's his writing. I think it's the way he writes, the way he describes things, or the way he does it. It just, it just... It was I've never read another book that scared me like that one did, like actually, that actually made me feel creeped out. So I'm excited for Devolution. evolution. Um, and then after that, it will be Black History Month. So I'll be reading um, Colson Whitehead's The Underground Railroad. Um, some oh, Tony, I have that book. Some Toni Morrison. And I've been meaning to read The Underground Railroad forever because I think Barry Jenkins did the show. On Amazon, and I remember seeing like the yeah. te- the teasers and like the, the like the little um video pieces for it, and the cinematography is just astounding. Like it's just well, that's
1: Barry Jenkins. His team is amazing. He's, oh, he's been so, with his cinematographer since film school.
0: His shit is so like pristine and just I don't know how to describe it. It's just. Oh, I don't know how to James say. James
1: Laxton is his cinematographer, or is his DP? Yeah.
0: Well, Mr. Laxton, all power and glory to you, because I just like you guys have to go on YouTube and just look at like these the teasers that came out for this show. Like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to put it into words, but it's just the the way it, the way you feel when you. Oh, I'm gonna stop. I'm I'm talking in circles, but I've been meaning to watch. I've been meaning to read the book because I'm one of those people. <laughs> I'm one of those people who I like to read the source material first before I watch the um, film or TV adaptation. I'm very much like that. Yeah,
1: I was one of those people when I was a kid, even though I'm not that into Harry Potter, like I read all the books. You know how many times i go to the movies like I have b- books what books i was like you unscrupulous he yeah yeah I,
0: and I i actually mark it i actually mark um our credit harry potter for making me this way because um i was what seven or so when the first one came out and i just remember we we were at the theater i think i said this before but we walked in on the um the uh, giant chessboard scene near the end of the movie and that's how i got into harry potter and i think i had watched the it was i think i had watched chamber of secrets in theaters and that's when i was just like okay i need to read the books now i need to i need to embark on that journey so you i embark
1: on that journey
0: so i am very like i'm i'm very like i um i resist watching or going to see like the adaptation if i haven't read the book yet so um the underground railroad i'm very excited to read Um, I also have, um, yeah, like um, Heavy by um, Keith Lehman, I need to read as well. So Black History Month is going to be full of really beautiful Black books. Uh, The Prophets uh, by Robert Jones Jr., um, who is the son of Baldwin, on um, Facebook and social media. That's another book that I've been meaning to read. I have that one here, so I'm very excited. and that was scary crit book club um join okay. us next week for a new selection and now we will begin yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So,
1: this is scary scary. crit
0: yeah yeah i'm sorry i had to ask her to say that because i've been i've been missing it um but hello welcome (laughs) (laughs) welcome back to another episode of scary crit welcome welcome
1: yeah what a podcast people hello
0: i am um one of your hosts jared
1: i'm the other one lauren hi
0: and we are on episode 48 Welcome, welcome, <laughs> Bing Bong. You know <laughs> those videos cracked me up.
1: <laughs> They're my favorite thing. And you know the guy, the the hard hat guy, was in. He was featured on the guy that draws people's portraits in the subway.
0: Get out of here!
1: Get out! Of, was it
0: a recent video?
1: No, it was old.
0: Oh my god! So before he yeah. Oh before my this god! Video. That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: I love New York.
0: (laughs) I I love New York too. Seriously, if y'all see one of him, slide him my number.
1: (laughs) Oh God, you're going to find the dogs? The dog's going to be in your yard.
0: (laughs) If you see the dogs or boots in my yard, just know he is upstairs, (laughs) Mel. doing what he needs to do anyway <laughs> <And then. laughs> oh it's just it's just like that energy is just infectious to me it's just very like mm. but anyway um welcome back um as a uh, is it snowing over there for you it's like snowing a little over here for me i'm surprised
1: no no
0: snow oh it probably won't even stick good uh, <laughs> I'm just like I'm just kind of upset because I'm like this should have been happening in December. It always happens. It
1: never snows in December anymore. Uh,
0: I'm 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 spoiled. I'm from Colorado. I'm just, you know, where it actually starts snowing in October. So
1: Oh yeah, no, we don't get that over here.
0: The mill is like, no, you can keep that.
1: You can keep it all. Keep it
0: all. <laughs> okay. Um, we actually don't really have anything for the NeganomCon today. So we're gonna keep that. We're gonna keep it in the freezer.
1: So yeah, we're just gonna keep it moving. Fine. Yeah. So. So to preface our movie choice for this week, we switched it <laughs> from our original choice.
0: It was a toss up, and we were just like,
1: mm,
0: "Should we?" Well, it was really—I think it was really me—that <laughs> was asking Mel, like, "Would you like to do this one instead?" Because I just think it—I just think it—it it fit our theme really well. And I and That's I kind of right. our it.
1: winter, winter and horror land theme. Yeah. Um, so originally we were going to crit till death the newish movie with Megan Fox.
0: Yeah. And I think I mean I think we still could maybe another episode but for this mm. one oh
1: I'm okay. <laughs> I'm well, good for right now. I mean like I don't know. Maybe my mood will change but like I don't know. Maybe my mood will change but I mean it was cool. It wasn't bad. I mean,
0: translation, it was cool for what it was, but it wasn't all that.
1: There you go. Thank you. Um <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I mean, maybe you're right cuz you know what else I just thought about now that we're talking about it? I needed some 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 Gerald's game vibes and that's, I didn't get it.
0: That's what it definitely the, that's what the premise definitely reminded me of. Um but yeah, watching it, it it did. I think it separated itself from Gerald's game in a good way, but it.
1: But it didn't do what Gerald's game did. Like Gerald's was, game was weird, but there was so much more tension.
0: And it was in mis- Gerald's game, yeah.
1: Than in than in Till Death.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we're not doing Till Death. We're doing we're a different do one. We're doing something different. Um, I'll, I should say it because I was the one who suggested it. Um, so y'all. Um, for those of you in the horror, who are into horror, but also those of you who are, I mean, how could you not have heard of this series? But there's a little found footage horror series called Paranormal Activity. And um, another installment um, recently came out last fall on October 29th. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of just like announced out of nowhere. <laughs> it was just like, oh, there's there's another there's one. There's another one. Um, but we are creating today, um, paranormal activity, next of kin, um, which is the seventh installment in the paranormal activity series. But that it is currently
1: not has a twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: I mean, well, gosh, I mean, i I can see why I am not going front, but <laughs> it was, it was, it was. Uh, I mean, it was entertaining, if anything. Um, and it is not connected at all to the first three movies in the series. This this is it it not at all. Yeah. So it's kind of like a a standalone. Honestly, I and I also I'm, I think I might circle back to this in the crit, but honestly, I think that this could have been a standalone. It didn't even have to be in the paranormal activity movies. It could have just been called Next of Kin.
1: Yeah, and I think it should have been because I think I think, it, I think
0: that, that would have worked out better for yes. it. Yes, yes, mm. yep.
1: Because you know when when you when you put a when you put a franchise moniker on a film,
0: yep, attention. You, we, I
1: got expectations, but I have expectations yeah. now because you can't just put somebody in a in a in a in a mask and call it Halloween. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just give a guy a hockey mask and say he's Jason. Like that's not how that works. Yeah, and I feel like a little bit they tried to kind of blanket this as. Paranormal into the Paranormal Activity f- franchise without doing any of the other work to make it fit the fit the mold.
0: Yeah, it was, because it was as like-
1: terrible as all of the other wrong turn movies are, <laughs> they fit in the universe.
0: <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> everyone eventually turns r- the wrong way onto a dirt road. Believe the only
0: and the only two that that made this one fit are art seems similar to what we're used to in the um PA universe is you know like found footage I'm using air quotes for that we'll get into that too found footage and the and demonology
1: which is so loose
0: yeah. So, and that's what I'm saying. It really, honestly, it really, it should have just been a standalone next of kin that, and it, and it. I think that would have done more. I think it would have worked better for it because like you said, when you slap that, when you slap the parental activity sticker on it, because that's basically what this movie did. um, Cause it would have been one thing if they tied it to the first three or just, yep. you know, the other ones in the series, but they didn't do that. And it, it kind of loses its attachment and meaning to the series. Because again, you're expecting something and you mm-hmm. don't get it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We didn't get that from this movie.
1: Except for the the demon is the same. No. Yes, it is.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Asmodeus is the demon in all of them. Isn't, where did it say that?
0: <laughs> no, I'm asking. Where does it say that? Because that's not the... No. I looked it up. No, Toby, no. Toby was a different The demon.
1: films are typically based around various families who become haunted by the demon Asmodeus Toby of the Book of Tobit What the fuck? Is- that stalks, terrifies, and ultimately murders several members of the family and other bystanders during the course of the film
0: So I'm gonna need um... Ain't this a bitch Um, okay 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 you got me there you got me there but i but that it wasn't even made like they again they didn't they didn't explicitly define that i see that went it's,
1: it's also it's confusing i think because of the way that the film the setting because like, like when you look, when you hear that this is paranormal activity, there's always this, there's already this picture in my mind of we're in a house with a family. Period. And that's where we are. And that's what we're doing. So th- the fact that this was like some documentary situation with this chick and her girlfriend and this sound guy who has never acted like any sound guy I've ever met in my life.
0: Did you say chicken and her, his, her, they weren't a couple.
1: Her and the yes, they were.
0: Uh, uh-uh, Chris, no, no, Chris, and that they was were not, her boys' lies, lies, lies on and top of lies, lies, on top and lies, of lies. Top of they lies. were friends. I didn't that get, was her boyfriend.
1: Because no, if that was if I no. if I was the friend, hell no. I'm not coming back into the hell pit for you. You're gonna stay down there. I'm not coming back for you.
0: Okay, listen, that I mean, that I would honestly with Chris, he could have, like, I get the reason why he went back because like that's what friends do but at the same time that ain't
1: what he, friends do
0: he could have left. left he could have left he could come
1: back from you because we've been through some things he didn't know her for, for what how long y'all been friends i'm gone because <laughs> i am the only black person up in this joint i'm leaving bye
0: but i stand here today to tell you that that was not her man that was her friend. That was her, that was her friend. I put just, money on that was her boyfriend. He, you want to put my you want to put some coin on it. No, would, you don't. I, no, five dollars. I bet <laughs> you
1: five dollars. That was her boyfriend.
0: I ain't opening my purse for you. No, no. I bet
1: you five dollars. I bet you Jack. Shit. No,
0: no, they were they were friends. It was just like um in um as above so below with her. They were friends. No. Friends friends no. friends to the end fuck that mm-mm. i didn't there was no <laughs> there was no kind of there was no intimacy there was no there, there it was friends yo it was friends is
1: this is this me on my hetero bullshit that i just assumed that that was her boyfriend you know what you know what you know what it
0: is into the chokey with you take that straight bullshit out of here miss <laughs> trunchbull's chokey has a place waiting for you in it go Leave my site. Security, take her away. <laughs> Assuming. <laughs> Assuming. How dare you? No, but I but y'all and you, I really do think that they were just friends. I mean, even God. I mean, look at what Wikipedia says. Margot and her cameraman friend Chris. Friend.
1: In my head, I thought that was her boyfriend. I swear mm. to God.
0: <laughs> oh, you need mm. you be on that, you be on that stuff, because don't you?
1: What? was he coming like you're not getting paid for this
0: because that's what why, why else do you think i came to help out with your production last year
1: because you love me
0: friends <laughs> you see that's what we you do right. You right. friends I'm do terrible. it's fine that they <gasps> got to you i mean i know you wanted them but they didn't got to you <laughs> it's just like the invasion. oh my goodness but yes they were friends but oh fuck i don't even know how we got where were we i don't even know how we got on this you
1: see what happened y'all you see what happens (laughs) we were talking about the setup of the movie because um in in every other paranormal activity it's always a a family it's always in a house with a family and I think this really like like we were saying, it doesn't fit because it's not even that original setup. And then
0: I mean, we're <clears> the a family.
1: Right, but not in the way that we're used to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because so- we're
1: also this the, the I think the paranormal activity films are based uh, they're all supposed to be found footage, right? It's all supposed to be like, like kind of like Blair Witch, how this yeah. event happened and then someone found or Blair Witch, Hell House, LLC. This thing happened, and then now someone has found all of this stuff to try to piece together the series of events that led to all these deaths, right? Mm-hmm. So that's security footage, particularly in paranormal activity. It's heavy on security footage because in all these houses, they always put security cameras in there because weird stuff is happening, right? That's the the, the answer to the question because as, like a, as an audience member, you're like, nobody has as many cameras in their house. But if something strange is happening to your wife or your husband or your kid or whatever, and they keep saying that all this weird stuff is happening and you don't see it, it makes sense to try to put a camera in the kitchen and in the hallway or wherever, wherever, try to figure out what's going on.
0: I think um, that um, Paranormal Activity 3 had one of the best camera setups when he hooked it up to the oscillating fan.
1: Yep. yep. That
0: was one of the best. And one Because I actually I actually saw that one in theaters i saw the first one that was my that was my freshman year of college we went to the movies and i remember um (laughs) my friend josh um i think he was 19 at the time um but he he grew he grew out he he can grow like a full beard i got carded (laughs) to make sure to make sure i was old enough to get in but they completely just let him pass by I mean, he would, but he was 19 at the time still, but I was just cracking up. But no, I saw that one in theaters and just the, the tension of when it would just like go one way and you're just so freaked out because you don't know what you're about to see when it yep. moves back over. That was one of the best setups in all of the films. That's why I really, I really do think the third one is the best one.
1: Yeah. The third one and the first one are the best two.
0: Mm, so good.
1: Everything else is kind of bad, but the fourth one and the last two.
0: The fourth one, uh, the fourth and fifth one, put them in, put them in that thing from um, um, 30 Days of Night, that grinder, throw them in there, <laughs> throw them in there. Um, the marked ones, we can keep that yep. one. The marked one was, was was my shit. That was a good that, one.
1: It's Paranormal on Activity 4, and then the other one was the Ghost Dimension.
0: Ghost Dimension was trash. We I also saw that in theaters, and it was trash. But yeah, the marked ones was so good. And I think what made the marked ones so good was the fact that it wasn't only it w- wasn't it wasn't only like um character changes, it was cultural changes.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But so good. Oh
1: and we, we talked about this a little bit, but we might as well jump on in it because like I'm not gonna give a summary. I feel like y'all, if y'all want to watch it, go watch it. <laughs> yeah, please,
0: please. If y'all want to go watch it, but, but yeah, we're just gonna dive
1: this in. is not a found footage film
0: let's talk about it
1: because there were one it was entirely too cinematic i think and
0: like chris did his job very well because very well maybe too well (laughs)
1: because that dp he was he was on it boy he was on with the drone
0: there were there were several there were several moments in this film y'all where in several shots where you would like if you did not know like that this was supposed to be found footage walking in, you would not know, period. Because yep. it felt like just it felt like very steady cam, very one camera, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. very because um there are shots specifically like um shots where they're at the dinner table or that overhead shot when they're looking for um the church in the woods that all felt like it was just um regular cinema.
1: Yep. And and the perspective. It wasn't, what was his name? Chris. It wasn't Chris holding the camera specifically. There's a dinner scene where they're all in the shot. Specifically. There's a scene at the end where Margot confronts her demon possessed mother. And (laughs) Chris is not there to hold the camera because she has it in her hand. That was the one that made me the most upset because the camera, pers- the perspective that you're looking at, you can see the demon possessed mom and you can see Margot in the back. But so who was holding the camera? See, I was so confused and I'm like, see? what is going on?
0: See, now you're about to make me go back and watch it. <clears throat> who was holding the camera?
1: And at the end, at the end, after Samuel is possessed and he kills the police officers and he gets in the cop car. What camera is that? Because the camera looked like it was sitting in the back seat of the cop car and there was no camera inside the police car. It, there's a dash camera, but there's not one that's actually in the car in the back seat. So who was that?
0: See, I didn't think about that.
1: I was so upset.
0: <laughs> so yeah, this, this, and that's why I'm thinking um, if it was, if it did not have the, paranormal activity moniker it could um, just been a movie if it if it maybe used a different demon um so it wouldn't be connected to paranormal activity and if it wasn't specifically marketed as a found footage horror movie i think that would have worked in its favor
1: yeah
0: cuz there's just a lot here like a lot of rules that they weren't following and yeah. ones they were like breaking but not in like um a, a way that did them a lot of favors
1: yeah because it's like it wasn't with purpose
0: yeah whenever you break yeah. a rule yeah
1: you have to have a very what is the word
0: intentional
1: but you have to understand the rule that you're breaking mm. right so there's like the 180 degree rule in film mm-hmm. So when you when you film on one side now everything has to be filmed on that side Mm -hmm. right for continuity and so that it makes sense of what you're looking at or whatever but there are experimental films that purposely break that rule Mm -hmm. to kind of figure out and expand upon the idea of like what can a cinematic space do but they have a hard understanding of what it is to do film they have a hard understanding of filming the way that you're quote unquote supposed to Mm -hmm. And so you break it, like you said, with intentionality. You break it with purpose. You break it with meaning. And I feel like the rules of these of, of found footage films and what that means—they just were kind of whatever with it. You know what I mean? Because if you look at them, right? And we've named a couple: Hell House. Um, you ever watch Haunted Asylum? No. Oh, so good. Sorry. <laughs> um, even The Visit, and I hate that movie. But even The Visit. <laughs> Follows the convention of (laughs) if this is a found footage movie, then that means one of the, the basically the main character or one of the band of main characters has to be the one filming the movie
0: Mm -hmm.
1: period. And there has to be a camera that is in the film that is filming the film. That is, that is like the, that is like the bare minimum for me. Cause even all those, like, what was it? Unfriended dark web and everybody was on their computer or on their phone. Yeah. Or that searching movie. You ever see searching?
0: I love searching. That and was it so follows good.
1: the convention because that is, that is the convention. <laughs>
0: that was so good. That was such a good film. I think they're doing a sequel or something.
1: That was really good. That
0: was, that a, was, was a really good, good, it was very, it impressed me a lot. It was a very good film very very good film um and I, and I loved unfriended and unfriended dark web because unfriended dark web wasn't supernatural nope it was just like the about the dark web like it was like and that was creepy in like a different way than unfriended which was based in supernatural was I love both of those though I thought I thought they were fun um could we even use yeah because those are like um they're found footage but those are like webcam movies
1: but it's I, but it still follows that like first person perspective yeah pseudo documentary yeah off the cuff like commentary situation to kind of push the story forward but in not under in any in all of the movies that we've just mentioned i can't think of a single moment in the film where the camera was not held or pointed you know what i'm saying like if there was a camera it was held by someone in the film or it was a webcam or it was a phone thing which was still manned by someone in the movie never was there just like a random person (laughs) because even if it was like from a window or something that then that was a new character but there was never just some random like, "Oh, here's this moment. We're gonna, we need to film it. Thanks." And we just throw it in there like that. To me, was crazy. It was crazy.
0: Yeah. So there was. So yeah, this movie did not the found footage. It just it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't do it for me. Yeah. It 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 was not exactly or accurately or like very found footage in a lot of ways and if it was trying to do that, if it failed. So uh, that was one thing. That was one thing uh, we definitely um, caught and really wanted to talk about because I I just feel like it, um, like the movie is still very watchable. It's just you guys didn't define it correctly.
1: Right. And then I, I feel like everything was a little too prescribed. Does that make sense? Because there there are certain things that have to happen in a film like this, right? Mm-hmm. One, you have to go to your destination. Two, you have to be like secluded from outside people, like no cell phone, no internet, whatever, whatever. Three, something has to turn, something has to go wrong. Something has to, like the, the, the demonic force has to be introduced in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Then we have to... Then there has to be an event that like makes you believe that it's demons, and then everything else spirals and everybody dies, right? Yeah. And I feel like it all just (laughs) kind of happened. Like, okay, at this point, we're gonna do. You know what I mean? Like when they found the church, to me, that was a little.
0: Or were you saying it just felt like things were being checked off the list? Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: Because when you get there. And the first night, there are these red lanterns going into the woods. Mm-hmm. The only thing that could be in there is a church. Or some sort of like Tower of Babel moment. You know what I mean? But it, it I think we were too primed in a way that nothing was a surprise.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So it was very predictable. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, because I mean, like, when you get to the church, and then you see this gigantic inscription on a, on a, block of wood and you already know what your what the movie is cool that's where the demon is thanks (laughs) thank you for telling me that
0: what was written on that on the door yeah did you ever look that up i'm gonna look it up um so far not further that's what it means in english what does that mean um it's cryptic so i don't know (laughs) so far not further um Hold oh, on, you just said something. Hold on, hold on. Um, oh, so yeah. In in the same vein, I just wanted to say, overall, this movie did not do anything new or anything fresh for the series. No. It didn't. It didn't. Um, like we've we've seen it. We've. It's very Sunshine Anderson. I've heard it all before.
1: Not. I've heard it all before. <laughs>
0: um, oh, and
1: your love. you know. Oh, your the lies ain't hurting. working
0: now <laughs>
1: I'm, so sorry. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> no i know that's a classic that's a classic um but yeah it just it didn't break any new ground in the series and i feel like in in a series like paranormal activity that's kind of what you want to do with each sequel with each installment you want to do something new you want to do something different and i feel like this one aside from the whole the the Amish angle it didn't which they weren't even Amish it just they didn't it didn't do anything new because with the with um with the third one
1: that, that's not true this is the only movie in the entire franchise where the the main woman character does not end up possessed or dead
0: you right because her and my man because he was my man he was mine <laughs> thank you Chris was mine <laughs> Um, she, her and my man Both actually made it out at the end Spoilers, oops But they actually did live At the end
1: Which was, I don't get
0: I mean, according to what happened though, She they got anyway.
1: scooped up Into the ceiling
0: I think that was I think she was possessed
1: Right, so then how do you go from possessed To unpossessed
0: Well, be, well, because he 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 broke the ritual he woke her up from it Mm -hmm. before the demon could like actually, you know, complete the, Mm -hmm. maybe she was like, you know, she was pre-possessed and then this is going to (laughs) be the actual possession. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what we're going to call it. (laughs) Pre-possessed. That's the perfect title. Pre-possessed. but yeah, that's what that's what I think happened. But he because he broke the salt circle. He ruined the ritual. And that's that's another thing I want to get into. I want to talk about the character of Chris, my man, because that's who he was with. OK, <laughs> that's who he was with. But anyway, um, Chris was played by Roland. His <laughs> that is such I love that name. Um, Roland Buck the Third. That is who played Chris. And shout out to Roland because he was so fun to watch he was very relatable um like because this is oh
1: this i know is... i recognized his face he's on chicago med
0: is that one of the that's another one of them um that's not a soap opera
1: it might as well be but no it's not <laughs> it's but... in the um the law and order universe so is it chicago really med, yeah chicago med fire and chicago pd are all in the same universe as law and order and the order View. svu Born SVU, they've done like cameos and stuff that's or, like awesome. crossovers i
0: love it i didn't know that mm-hmm. that's so cool but no um roland 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 did a very good job as chris um because not only was like was this our first i think this is our first productivity movie with a black, a black person. person yeah
1: black. Does that I mean, that
0: sounds right. That yeah, it was. It definitely was. Um, because again, the marked ones was um Latinx, the mm-hmm. Latinx community, which was a joy to see. Because they were I uh again the marked ones was my shit. That one was so good, and it actually scared. <laughs> it actually scared um, so some of my close uh, Latinx friends who watched because I think they were actually raised like catholic like in the church so that whole Mm -hmm. scene with the egg and the grandmother Mm -hmm. really freaked them out and they're like i can't watch this (laughs) (laughs) like turn it off oh my god but that's that's why oh and that would have been such a fun movie to see in theaters with like the the community that it's representing because i know it would have been lit but anyway yeah um chris was so much fun because he was the cameraman Um, He was a friend, and he was very, like, it really felt like an aggro portrayal of, like, a Black person in a horror movie. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, he was reacting how we would react
1: oh it, my favorite line was when she was like do you know how to pick a lock? yeah because i'm black and she <laughs> that's just get, right,
0: and she gave me that look like you know that's not what i meant but that that you know you know us we gonna we gonna give it to you every time because that's every because, time don't
1: ask me do you know i'm illegal i don't know okay i don't i have no clue
0: and the funny thing was the white guy picked it though
1: yeah okay hold on pause I said this slightly before, but I, I really feel this in my spirit. What was his name? Dan? Dale. I, Dale. Dale. I have never seen a sound guy act like that in my life.
0: They found it on Craigslist. It's all right. I'm, I'm, guessing, like, no. I'm guessing. All the sound right. people
1: I've met, except for one, I love y'all to bits. <laughs> but I've never seen any sound person be that talkative ever. Ever.
0: Yeah, because the the two that I've met, um, Amelia and Ian. Mm-hmm. We're actually really quiet, especially Ian. Ian was very like he kept to himself. He was very like quiet and mysterious. <laughs> but um because Ian yeah. is
1: a super secret agent spy. So yes, I get we why know, he's we scared. know,
0: we know. He but has like, he has things to do. We know. In
1: other situations, <laughs> like if we're drinking a beer or whatever, then yes, we'll get some conversation. But like on set in the moment, they're not talking to me. <laughs> if anything, they're telling me to shut up and stop typing on my keyboard. I'm like, oh my bad, my bad. Like the,
0: the boom mic is picking it up. Shut up. <clears throat> lauren can you please get out of here get out get out (laughs) they're furious. you're so
1: loud (laughs) like i I remember we were i was when we were um in queens i was upstairs trying to do lunch and i got yelled at because they could hear me typing on the laptop i was like oh my god i'm so sorry
0: shut up the hell (laughs) (laughs)
1: so Um, for this guy to be super duper like from the gate talkative, i was like i don't know who this is you might be a grip or something especially when he did that little anecdote about his zip pants i was like
0: (laughs) he said easy access for ladies if you know what i mean um margo was like (laughs) oh my god (laughs) he was he was a fun character you know like the 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 comic relief he was he was fun but yeah he was he was yeah, he was unlike any sound guy. I, I've I, I have not met very many at all. Ever
1: in my life. But ever no. In but no. my life. In <laughs> no my life no. Y'all don't do that. And I love y'all, but y'all ain't that talkative. <laughs> That's why he
0: died the way he did. Didn't he get his jaw ripped off?
1: Yes. Th- yep. The whole
0: yep. Very figurative. Yep. Goodness. Yep. Um, but yeah, Chris, Chris was so fun. Like when he was like, Oh, it's cold, cold. <laughs> <laughs> and when he got back inside, he's like, where is our
1: shit like, right where's, where's my shit? stuff right where's my where's our stuff? stuff um but i do but even at the end when she was like putting the harness on to go down in the hole he's like why are you going down there he was like why the f-?
0: i mean he because he did see that he did see that yeah he did see the hole he did see that well, mel they went to the belly of the beast <laughs> Because evil dies tonight.
1: Evil dies tonight.
0: <laughs> damn. But yeah, he when she went, when she wanted to go down there, when she's like, fuck it, Chris was like, whoa, like, what are we doing? Like he was really Chris was the biggest voice of reason in that damn film. And why is it always the black people <laughs> that we're we the only
1: ones with some sense? The only ones. The only play. ones. Because even the guy. Do you, okay, question. Is the postman? He was a black. Negro?
0: He was black. He was like, and is he know. a
1: magical negro?
0: I would not count him as a magical negro. I would just count mm-hmm. him as someone who knew his lay of the land. He knew the tea, and he was just spilled, He was just surfing. It.
1: He was the old man in Scooby Doo. I wouldn't go down there if I were you. But okay, <laughs> he's like the old garage guy. That's like, don't go down there.
0: He didn't say. All he said was they ain't amish exactly that's all he said and that's when i realized they had been duped bamboozled led astray because if they're not amish what the fuck are they Mm,
1: that is the question
0: so and there were yeah it was it was the mailman and chris were our only two black people and they were some of the smartest people in the room chris was definitely the voice of reason um and i just want to give a shout out to i mean he already handsome. He already fine as hell. But I just, it was just nice seeing a Black man on there who had the shape up, like the lineup was sharp. The waves were there. The beard, it connected. And I'm just like, this is- Not
1: a- the beard connected.
0: It connected, Mel. It connected. Don't play me. But it but- was,
1: I I agree with you though. It was nice to see Black people who were, Black people and people of color. Because that that guy in the um, auto parts store was not white. Oh, Cause that was funny too. Don't just don't look up no weird shit on my computer, bro. <laughs> I
0: was like we're not gonna do that. Man. But that's what they
1: did. <laughs> that's exactly what they did. You looking up demonic stuff on my work computer? Come on, man.
0: I hope they at least had the decency to clear the history or close the shit out. You know, they, did not. they left it right there. And <laughs> oh <they> man. Left. <laughs> but we like what the fuck are they into? <laughs> Chris, to me, I think, and we we wanted to get on this because you were like. um, No, I would have left. Like, he should have left. I just wanted to take that to say, like, I, because I get both sides. I do. And that's still, that's the dilemma of Chris as a character, like, where he is, because it's just like, do I save my own skin or do I. He went, he was, you know, he went very Sailor Moon, fighting evil by moonlight, winning love By daylight, you know, (laughs) he was He was a friend, like he really Went down there for for He really went down there for Margo But, but that's the thing that Got me though, It's, 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 it's Like a saw riddle, like Like your, your son is In a safe place, if you just Sit here and talk to me, you'll find him And what did he do? He got mad, fucked up Jigsaw Went to the house and his son was in the safe that was in the same room they were, that was set to open at a certain time. And I'm using this because Chris was told by um, Samuel, like her, mm-hmm. I think that was her brother, um, Samuel, that um, like this is this is what it is. This is what it has to be. Um, it's time. Stay in your room. Keep the door closed. Do not come out until the bell has stopped ringing. If our boy Chris if would have my,
1: stayed in his room, if
0: my man Chris would have just listened, would have just sat there and ate his food, <laughs> he, he every have and, and the whole world would have been fine. Not, I'm, I'm not going to say he fucked up. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to put that on him. I don't want to put that on him. But if he would have listened, if he would have like not trusted his like his first instinct which was to go and rescue Margot. if he would have really because i mean all the yo the all the information was right there like they were saying that um that this demon um was responsible for like um an old massacre and that if it got free in the world, it would fuck the world up. Like it would just like, everybody would be killing her. It would just be chaos. So what they do, because women are the, are the, like the, the bringers of life. So they're strong enough to hold this demon is they put it in, um, body after body you know through generations to generation of women in the family so they can keep it imprisoned so they can keep it locked up and as long as they keep doing this ritual everything will be fine Mm -hmm. but and i'm thinking like after they read this shit i know y'all are scared i know it's freaky um but after you just heard samuel say like stay but like keep the door closed wouldn't you? And I know Margot is your friend, but at the same time, it's just like I don't know. It's like it's bigger than Margot.
1: But I think that that could be answered with what Dale said at the car battery place because Which they was? looked it up and they found out all the information. And he's like, "Well, then they they brought her back here for some like fucked up cult shit." And he was like, and then Chris is like, well, demons and stuff aren't real. And he's like, it doesn't matter because they believe that it is.
0: Yeah, so that's either a good way, line. that's a good line.
1: They're going to to harm her or kill her. Yeah, for yeah. whatever it is that they believe, and we have to go save her life. I think that was the driving force to trying to find her, even if as a individual person you don't believe in that. This specific group of people believes that sacrificing her will save their town. Mm -hmm. So are you going to let, and then like on a, on a individual survival level, do you really believe they would let you go after you witnessed them murdering your friend?
0: Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right.
1: So now we all get out or nobody gets out, especially I come back and my stuff is gone. Yeah. So now it's going to, you're going to act like, I never came here. And my body is going to end up in the pit.
0: <laughs> Very midsummer. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, but yeah, I just if uh, if Chris would have just stayed behind the door and then maybe somehow after the bell stopped ringing escape with the keys, if him and Dale could have just went, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to leave Margo but at the same time, Margo girl. I don't know. I just I just wanted my I just wanted my man to get out, okay. <laughs> Without having the consequences of having a demon escape into the world and fuck shit up. Because that's exactly what happened. Because I think once he got down there and that woman was like, You don't know what you're doing. But I think once he saw like the the emanciated her, her emanciated demonic mother rise from that seat, that's when he realized it was real. And like that whole scene. Where after he let her go up first, he's like, Dale, put down the hardest man. Um, and like you can hear the demon trying to break the chain and mm-hmm. stuff. I was so scared for my boy. I was like, Oh my god, please don't let him die down here like this.
1: It was just, I think that there was a lot of death defying because specifically Oh, you thought after he should have died
0: beforehand? Like
1: he should have gotten <laughs> scraped or bit or something. Mm. Just because it was that moment that he kind of like skirted by and then dale dies and they get all the way to the car to only realize that dale has the car keys in his pocket
0: can we just say that was one of the best reactions in that whole film because he had he had that like fuck you know that he had that freak yeah. out one, but then he just he ran it back and he was like let's go find dale i was like just like a black man
1: because we got to do it, right? That resolve. So they, it was just like <laughs> they went all the way back there such a without being followed, without being hunted.
0: Oh, you thought they had it too easy.
1: Uh, yeah, a little. Mm. Mm. And then they get back to the car and then that's when they the the town is freaking out.
0: Yeah, the village, the community, cuz the demon has been freed. It's chaos on earth. And then it cuz it took over Samuel's body somehow. At the end, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's weird because if he was in the house,
0: well, like, no, he he left the house. Remember,
1: Samuel left the house.
0: Yeah, at, at that scene where he's uh, where he told, um, like, stay behind your door, don't come out until the bell starts ringing. He left the house.
1: Oh, I thought he went into a room.
0: No, I thought he left the house. Shit, I could be wrong, but the demon got to him, possessed him, and. Then I, w- I wanted to say, where the hell did the demon learn how to drive? But then I just realized, like, he probably just taken over um, Samuel's body. He probably Samuel just Samuel didn't off. know
1: how to drive?
0: You're right. He didn't because he took an Uber. hmm So, demon, how did you learn how to drive?
1: Nice. Who, Who taught you? Who taught you?
0: Cause give me their number. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) But so yeah, Samuel. And then it ended with Samuel in the cop car driving to spread the.
1: Which is the other moment of whose camera is this? I was so mad. I was so upset because whose camera is this bro? There is no camera in the back of a cop car like that. Whose camera is this? I don't know. It would have made more sense if it was all body cam footage and he killed the cop and pushed his body where the camera could see out and saw him get in the car and drive away. Yeah, I'm mad about it. But also it was a weird cut to because we've been following Margot and Chris this entire film.
0: She had her Texas Chainsaw Massacre moment.
1: (laughs) But then they just kind of drive off and that's it.
0: Hey, I'm just I like I said I was just happy to see Chris make it. <laughs> Chris, ma- Chris made Chris. Chris made it out. We good. Sorry, Dale.
1: Well, I don't know. It was William Ubank, Eubank. I'm disappointed in you. Damn. I am. Like the that that was such a pivotal part of why I'm mad. <laughs> because whose camera is this i was very upset
0: christopher landon wrote it and christopher landon is the same person who wrote the second the third the fourth one the marked ones um oh he didn't do the fifth one that's interesting huh I don't he know. Do, that's interesting i um, just
1: feel like i don't know
0: It just, it just didn't, like I said, it didn't make any new waves. It didn't do anything new. It didn't really even do anything like, I mean, because. what? Were you scared? In like the, the, the typical sense of, oh, there's tension. Oh, jump scare. Oh, like something's, you know, but it was just like, it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't scare me in the same way that say like the third one did, you know, with that oscillating. It didn't
1: fulfill the scare for me. It was disappointing in that regard. Yes. Because that moment when they went down to the pit for the first time. Yeah. And she was like peeking the camera in, I saw her mother on the pile of bones or whatever. Yeah. It was very, and it it moved.
0: Yes. Yes. Like,
1: and I was freaking out because I was saying something moved.
0: But it was was (laughs) only, but that was like the only moment though.
1: Yeah. But then like nothing happened after that. And I was hoping like we would get a glimpse of a demon or like a face or like a hand or something
0: um another another good scene was um the scene where she goes up to the attic i think which was her mother's old room yeah finds finds that door like that spare room behind the drawer has to hide under the bed in like the main room because the the patriarch comes upstairs
1: was and josh jebediah
0: i think jebediah and then the the bed did jacob jacob <laughs> John Jacob Jingle hire shit. His <laughs> name is my name too. But he comes up there. And then while she's under the bed, after he leaves, though, the bed dents.
1: Uh-huh. uh-huh.
0: Like someone is sitting in it. And it's just like, and I didn't know what the fuck she was gonna see when she got out from under there because there was nobody else in the room. That was a very good scene. That happened kind of early on in the movie. That happened, um, I think around 35 minutes in 30, 30, 30 to 35 minutes in, that's when that scene happened. But then, and then it was just, you know, a bunch of your, like, you know, your stereotypical jump scares, you know, like the camera would be looking one way, then we'll go back and there would be like a, a child out in the snow randomly. You know um, I did like that moment where um, she's talking to a little girl and um she's talking about her mom and the little girl is like, she doesn't
1: like you. (laughs) Well, she
0: said first, she said she's still here. And Margo was like, what did she say? And she's like, she doesn't like you. And then just left like out of the mouth of babes, you know, trust the children. (laughs) They know. Um, And with the mother, the demonic mother herself, this whole like relationship she had with Margo, where it's just like, you know, I ran away all right, I ran away with you to keep you safe from this, but then I was in prison. I was the demon was in prison within me, so I had to stay here. But they, they still found her. And I don't know, I just because I'm feeling like, was it the no, it wasn't the mother doing all that to her. All the no, I don't know, I just. I did like the reveal, like the twist where she found out like, oh, wait, why is there a whole ass laptop and Internet connection in this closet?
1: I didn't like it because <laughs> I feel like the whole movie, they had too much access and it was too easy for them to do all this stuff. It was too easy for them to get to the church. It was too easy for them to pick the lock. It was too easy for her to get to the, um, the attic room. It was too easy for her to steal the keys and go into the closet. Like, there was no sense of, like, we are in someone else's house that has a family of, like, 14 living in here.
0: This should be more, this should be harder to get to, and things should be more hidden. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, there's all, like, there's there's the, the father and the mother and the grandmother and all these little kids running around and Samuel running around, like, and you are out here when she broke into the closet, the fact that she was by herself and she had the wherewithal to put the camera down to film her doing it was so much.
0: And you know what got me? She found the laptop open when she went in there. She closed it when she left.
1: Right. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, Nancy Drew taught me better. You leave the stuff how you found it.
0: You were supposed to press the Windows key and the L button and leave.
1: And leave. That's it. That's all. That's it. You don't hear be being stupid. And then, like, I think that's the other thing, because, and this is just me, if I had found a laptop with personal information on it from people who have claimed to never have never known me, I'd have left. I don't care how long I got to walk. I don't care where I got to go. I'm leaving. Oh, yeah. Just
0: just straight up left. I'm gone. Because, oh, no card. We'll just walk. We'll walk because that's the thing that's the thing that's another thing with chris i was just like after she was telling him all this stuff like i get that y'all don't have a car i get that your stuff is still there but and she went but she wants to go home. i just feel like like it things get to a certain point where it's just like fuck the car fuck the wheels i still got legs let's go we'll worry about everything else later just like get me out of here because how how often do we see that actually happen in a horror movie were yeah. they just were they just up and like they just they just go i'm really trying to think of like scream
1: oh yeah
0: they're like oh we're no we're getting the fuck no, out of this bro go.
1: <laughs> i gotta leave but,
0: <laughs> and i was like okay i commend y'all but at the t- but i'm just at the same time i'm just like it's never it's never gonna be that easy but
1: no. I,
0: but i don't think i'm i'm trying to really think of. oh
1: and then what was that movie Ooh, with the haunted uh sinister they leave. I mean, that's why they die. But they but don't.
0: yeah. I was gonna say that doesn't count. That doesn't count because they did exactly what they went along with the pattern. No, they put they put themselves right in the no. That doesn't that that doesn't that almost counts. That almost what is what did Brandy say? Almost
1: doesn't count. Almost doesn't count.
0: Almost doesn't count. So I'm sorry, Mel, but I, I know I know what you're talking about. You were. I, but I hear you though. But I'm really I'm trying to really think of a horror movie where they just like they're just like fuck this I'm out and they just like um like just everything they just drop everything and they go. But I can't think of like one where they have like their their strength because yeah because mm. it's never easy for. There's always something where they can't do that.
1: Yeah, there's always a reason that they can't just leave.
0: Because I yeah mm, either. Like with Till Death, that we were going to do after she got loose, she couldn't just leave because the snow, the weather.
1: But also, he siphoned all the gas out of the car.
0: Yeah. But in like, and she didn't have, she didn't have a coat. She didn't have no shoes. So she was doing all that walking in the snow barefoot. So yeah, the the elements would be one. Um, the lodge was the same thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to, yeah. I'm just trying to think like, hmm, I've never, I don't know. I really can't and I bet they exist maybe, but I really can't think of a horror movie where all this we get to a certain point and it's just like, I gotta go. But but instead of just like, you know, worrying about oh, we the car or what they just fucking go. They just go. They just
1: But go. I feel like whenever there is a situation where someone leaves, it's always with the intention to get help. Right. And then yeah. I think in those yeah. circumstances, like yeah. I think I'm thinking of um, oh shoot. I think it's one of the Texas chainsaw movies where someone leaves and gets to another house, but then that house is also owned by someone within the family, Damn. and they kind of get drugged back. It was either that oh, or like fuck. House of a Thousand Corpses, I think is the same way where somebody like goes to get help and ends up in a worse situation and oh, that is also a God. part of the same situation. Isn't that the worst?
0: Isn't that the worst? You think you really thought you got away. Um you- it it was it was Texas Chainsaw. Uh she went to the the it was a trailer. Yep. It was the remake with uh, Jessica Biel, right?
1: Yep, yep, yep. and yep. she
0: got—they made her tea and it was drugged. Yep, yep. And she was like, "I thought you said you didn't have a phone." Yep, you're right. Yep, you got it. Mm-hmm. You got it.
1: Damn. But then I think one of the Hills Have Eyes is like that, where they leave and they end up with somebody worse. So
0: when he There's walked so back, when he walked, when he walked back to the um, to the gas station, is yeah. that what you is that what you mean? And that's the one from my thing, oh six. The remake
1: was that what's his name or was that the second one which Action one Jackson? flex no yeah, oh flex i know Oh, it thing. was the second one i know
0: i it was it was the second one that it was the second one. Oh, oh i'm oh from
1: 2007
0: bless his heart yeah 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 lee
1: thompson yeah mm-hmm. bless his
0: heart bless his mm. heart because he uh his death scene fucked me up because he was like yep. don't, don't freak out don't freak out, didn't all God. the blood just start? I was like, God. no I don't give no. I don't give a fuck what y'all got to say. They was together, yeah, they were a couple, okay, yeah. on the low, they were a couple that was...
1: we should do the hills have eyes. I like these movies so much. the
0: second <laughs> one we should do the second one.
1: We should they have, do them all
0: because they have black people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should do like franchises one 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 season, just all oh, lord.
0: franchises. Oh lord. <laughs> oh man, that would okay. That that would be a fun one. But yeah, that oh man, yeah. Lee Lee Thompson Young. May he continue to rest in peace. Oh man,
1: remember him and Johnny Tsunami? Ugh.
0: back in those, yeah, those DCOM days. That was a Disney D-com. channel, yeah, Disney Channel original movie we done got off topic girl (laughs) but but okay i think i think we're about done with nexican but it it was it's it's if anything y'all it is entertaining um and again chris um our roland buck the third is fine as hell that's my man um if you are ever listening to this sir you are a very handsome man and you did a very good job in this film it was very fun to watch you um and it's just for those of you who are fans of the Paranormal Activity series or you're new, not
1: going to like it or
0: are, or are even new to the series. I guess this is a good one just to, to watch because, again, it's not connected to it's it, the only connection is really like what's the, the demon, name? What's the demon's name?
1: Asmodeus.
0: Asmodeus. Um, we
1: OK, hold on. We have got to stop saying this museum. I feel like a beetle just is happening. It's, it's, it's been twice. I can't do it more
0: mr a um yeah he was in it so um and that was like the only connection but the um
1: i'm just realizing that the forest is in the shape of a demon how did you not notice that that's i did not notice it until just now and that's the coolest
0: shit i love that (laughs) i love that i love when they do that um yeah, it just—it just for those of you who are fans of the series, just know it doesn't do anything new. It doesn't break any new ground. It's not—it's not anything like really, s- like special because it—you know—but it's—it's entertaining. It is better. It is better than whatever the Ghost Dimension was. It is better than the fourth one.
1: But better does not mean good. Oh, okay. Better than trash could still be trash. <laughs>
0: I mean, she she is so harsh with it, but she right, she right. I can't argue with that. Um, and it was a very like I don't I haven't really heard anything outside of the, outside of uh, I don't I haven't really heard of this movie since it was released. Like yeah. it's just been very quiet. Yeah. So and it got like Mel said a very negative reception.
1: I mean, and then also right at at a certain point, I think we have to acknowledge acknowledge thank you, because I can't speak today, acknowledge the content crank that Bloomhouse has become. Girl. Like, there's so much constantly being pumped out because Girl. horror films are not expensive to make. They're just not. Mm-hmm. And so you, just, would, mm-hmm. you know, keep going and going and going. And I think that this, even though it had, like, good intentions, I think it kind of fell to, like, the BuzzFeed moment of we're just going to keep making this stuff. You know what I mean? So, I mean, because like the original creator of the franchise was on board, and then he had a hand in hiring the writer and hiring the director and like doing yeah, Oren Filet, Yeah, but I think or at the Pelley. same time, right? Like we're working on other things. Jason Bloom is also working on. Or Bloom House is also doing all that stuff for Netflix, and is also doing Halloween, and is also doing, and is also doing, and is also doing.
0: Like, hey, I'm not, I'm hey, I'm not going. I can't, I'm not going to knock your hustle. I'm not going to say like. Uh, not not d- don't, don't have like all your. I'm like I'm not I'm I am I am very that person who who really believes do not put all your eggs in one basket. Like a have multiple projects, do that shit, make that money. But at the same time,
1: because they're also doing the black phone.
0: Yeah, which was moved to summer, right?
1: I think so. Yeah,
0: I think that got moved to the summer because it was going to get released in uh, February. But and they I think it also did the-,
1: the Hunt and Invisible Man. And and, and and
0: yeah, I mean, like- so it's like, but
1: at the and
0: I know you didn't like the Invisible Man, but the Invisible Man was quality. That was a good one. Um, I'm
1: good. I'm just partial to the to the original.
0: <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. And but my whole thing with Bloomhouse is I feel like y'all are because y'all are so hell bent on churning out these movies and just making money that you're sacrificing the creativity. And you're sacrificing the quality for quantity, because as you said, Mel, horror films apparently are not a lot to produce, and usually because horror movies are like, you know, they're they're people lo- they're, they're fun, they're they're fun. It's like um, they get large, to, uh, well, not not always, but a lot of these horror movies because they're so palatable and everything and like uh, mainstream. They have large returns of investment. So that's why Bloomhouse is able to produce them so quickly for a little and make all this money back, um, regardless if they're good or not. But that's the thing. I'm like, where I, I don't want y'all to keep doing that, though. Like, really put out, like, some quality stuff consistently.
1: Okay. Because that's what I'm saying. The original Paranormal Activity, the budget was, like, $15,000.
0: Because it's, it's, and and they, and that movie was actually, like, genuinely, scared, like, and it, and, it, and it got, and it became, like, this big thing because of word of mouth. This is, like, back in social media is like, before it became on its way of becoming what it was now, like, in the very early drags of that, this is one of the first, like, first, like, moments where social media is, like, this thing. Because social media drew, like, really word of mouth and, like, um, asking for it and all this stuff really blew it up through social media because this was 2007 right for the first yeah. one yeah 2007 yeah. and it was and, and even though it was made on a low budget it did it worked with that budget so well and it was genuinely scary like that whole thing with the footprints and the baby powder yeah excuse yeah. me like and now we get to you know next of kin where it's just like okay bigger budget higher quality cameras all this stuff but it's still not all uh, and the newest thing we get is slow, is slow motion with the demon.
1: Which was actually like, pretty cool. I mean, it, <laughs> I liked it, that a lot.
0: It was, but it was gimmicky.
1: Yeah, it was, but I liked it. Because <laughs> they, they said they primed us for it, too, when he showed the slow motion with them little kids. I was yeah. like, oh, this is going to come in handy. And it did. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Uh, but I also great. think
1: that they followed in... The Conjuring's footsteps just a bit, and that's why this didn't work, because mm. the new Conjuring, Devil Made Me Do It, was a mystery, right? So they uh-huh. had to figure out. You know, they had to Scooby doo the shit. And I mean, that out.
0: that was one fun about fun moment or fun thing about Disney was you were piecing together the like things are, you're building it as you go along. You're piecing together things like something is revealed, something else is revealed, like um, with the whole. um when she talked to the little girl, when she um, was talking to, uh, when Jacob had his interview, when you find out that even the part where you find out from the mailman that they're not Amish, like you're piecing together the mystery as you go along. And that was fun.
1: Right. But I'm not an investigative reporter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This isn't 60 minutes. And oh. it doesn't fit in the series. Same because that was my same critique of the conjuring. This plot d- device of solving this mystery does not does not fit here.
0: That's so why, why the third yeah, and that's why the third one out of the conjuring movies is not is still is like the one that it just did not like if it if it was like its opening, which actually should not have been the opening, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um it would have been a better movie. Again, it's like the case of this is not the movie that you marketed it out to be, or that right. you thought it what, or that you wanted it to be. It is something else.
1: Because I think what this movie, I think you're right. It should have just been called Next of Kin. Yeah. And it should have been a film about this ragtag documentary crew uh, finding out this information. That yeah. would have made more sense to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then they could have mm-hmm. cut back and forth between. The first person perspective of Chris or Margot or whoever had the camera, and then the actual like film itself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that would have worked. And it could have because I think the other thing in these situations where it's like a mystery, you have to do a mystery so well.
0: And you would you know have to
1: Agatha Christie that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can't be toe toe dipping with your pinky toe in the mystery bucket okay this is you gotta be you gotta be like miss marple anthony perot anthony hercules perot level discovery here Mm -hmm. and and devil made me do it and mexican did not do that the mystery in and of itself was not compelling
0: Mm, and that's yep
1: like that, it was like very hardy boys. It's always the first person you meet. Cool. I figured it out. <laughs> like, it was not on a, on the level of, of like, and then there were none. It wasn't, it wasn't murder on the Orient express. It wasn't that level of, I have to figure this out because I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And the longer you don't know what's going on, the more your life is in jeopardy. We didn't have none of those stakes any of them. And then at least in midsummer, there were people that went missing. There were other things going on to distract your attention from the final moment at the end of this is what this really means. And you could string it along, right? Like once you get to the end, you see from the beginning, like how we got here, but it was, it's, it's, there's so many, directions to look at you're like wait what 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 is what is this picture of this puzzle it was like i feel like midsummer is like a five thousand piece puzzle and next of kin is like a 10 piece puzzle
0: well fuck (laughs) not 10 piece and the the big pieces the big you know it's just very easy
1: like when you're little and you're like look i did a puzzle
0: i had a winnie the pooh one
1: Oh my God! I had an Eeyore one.
0: It was a, and it was a giant, like with the giant pieces, and the, and to and um to make sure we held it together, um we taped it and I put uh-huh. it on the wall. And you put it on the wall? Yeah. I think it. I think it was Pooh like waving. I know his hand was up, and he think he had a pot of honey, and he was like walking.
1: Okay, but see, so next of kin. When I was one summer, me and my friends did a puzzle. It was a three D puzzle of the White House. Three D Mm mm-hmm
0: i can't i'm trying to picture that and it's not working Mm -hmm.
1: mm-hmm took us all summer
0: and this movie was not that it's it it took you (laughs) two minutes
1: but even if it like but even if right like you were kind of like inkling along it wasn't exciting
0: uh, like the reveals weren't uh
1: reveals yeah it's like okay roxy andrews did a wig under a wig we all know you have another wig on under this wig this isn't new anymore the
0: thing was i could see it peeking out through her braids. I, I, so I was so mad
1: i saw it, it come before wig. it happened oh my god wig.
0: Oh, my God.
1: We were I at a level of desperation because a woman... I, I know when a queen gets naked, we're going home, okay? We went home. No! <laughs> your clothes came off. Your shoes came off. You straight away, babe. You're done. You're done. I
0: side-eyed when your shoes came off. I was like, girl, Dunjo. what are you doing? Dunjo. Mm. Dunjo. It was just all over the place.
1: So, yes. That is... I, I wouldn't say we were at that level of desperation in this movie, but we were close. This close, this close.
0: Chris saved it though. Chris is a saving grace.
1: I did like the the comic relief though. Dale. Da- Dale it was, was fun.
0: Dale was fun. Like how he actually like dressed as like one of them and got his hair Yeah, he got his haircut. cut, Like that yeah, was funny. Like, that was, and that then was rode fun. the
1: horse to do the little distraction thing. Like and he served his purpose.
0: Yeah, he would, but yeah, he Dale was fun. The like the, the yeah, Chris and Dale and uh Margot, like the like I said, the movie is if you need something to watch, like it's it's it, and it's like you want something that scares, scares you a little bit. It's entertaining, it's fun, but it's not as Mel has said, as I have said, um for, for our paranormal Activity fans, for, for our horror people, um, it's just not gonna do anything fresh, new, Mm-mm. anything magical. Mm-mm. The whole mystery element is not there. It's Mm-mm. very 10-piece puzzle. Yeah, it's just not gonna do that. But it it's it's inter- it's entertaining. So if y'all just wanna turn it on and just to maybe uh, fawn over Chris like I have,
1: <laughs> you, you can do that.
0: Um, but Cause I, you know what? I want to see him and the Meeks twins. <laughs> in a movie. because uh, 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 Jaz and Savoy Brown and uh, from Scream.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like if there's another Scream or if they even have, Oh, if they no, have, but he
1: could be like their older brother.
0: Yeah. Or like uh, or cousin. Cause I just feel like they could, they need like, I, I just need to see them casted the three of them in mm-hmm. a horror movie where they're related i just see it and he can can definitely be like the older um cousin or something i just i don't know i see it i just see it i don't know what it would be maybe we have to write it but i just see it but anyway that was um paranormal activity next of kin and you guys can check it out on paramount plus or um i think you might be able to you know actually buy it like on blu-ray or don't buy it (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: or however you watch the movies. Um, any final curls for you to smell?
1: Like always, leave us a review. We appreciate you when you do.
0: Let us know how we're doing, you know. Um, but I I did want to say um, a couple words for um, Regina King. As you all know that um, we love her over here on this podcast, especially me. I love, I love me some Regina King and this past weekend, um, news broke out. And I, I want to talk about this. Um, news broke out in the most unceremonious way that um, her only son, um, Ian Alexander Jr., um, had actually died uh, by suicide at the age of 26. And I think this happened just a couple of days after his birthday. Um, and I say unceremonious because... It was one of those um like gossip news blogs that
1: report the news. was had- it TM it was the shade room?
0: No, it was uh B Scott. It was B Scott. Oh. I think it was B Scott. And they had the nerve to call it an exclusive. I don't know what has gotten in the heads of some people at those blogs or in social media when they think it is okay to report this kind of very sensitive news to the public. Cause frankly, I'm going to be very frank. When I say this, it's none of our fucking business. Yeah. Like we can find out when the family wants us to know, we don't need to know before then, <clears throat> because it, it reminds me of how um, TMZ reported um Kobe and Gia's deaths before Vanessa Bryant could even, before she Vanessa, didn't even know. before Vanessa even knew, let alone before she could um, actually prepare a statement to the world. But yes, Regina didn't even have a chance to, and I, I pray that she didn't find out in the same way that the world did, but it was, but it, ha- it was like past midnight, I think. Um, I think I was reading at the time, but it, it just came out very, very late in the in the day or, or at night or, you know, very early in the morning and to the point where official news people hadn't even realized it yet. And, and I just saw a post on Twitter where they're just like, I hope this news about Regina King isn't true. And I had thought she died and I was I was just so scared. But then when I found out what had really happened, I was so crestfallen because I, I, I've been hearing this for years, like since I was, a, since I was like in middle school, no parent wants to bury their child.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I just, and it's in, um, people have been very, I know they, they probably mean well, but they've been sharing um, like videos of her with her son, or, or and, and tagging her in them, and just all this stuff. And it's just like, I know social media is like this, 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 um, this, this concrete part of society that we just can't move or can't get rid of. Uh, but it doesn't, I just need people to give, I need people to have more, be more sensitive and have more grace and, um, be more um and be more couth or have more couth um for these kinds of things because um i just it's she's already probably dealing with i can't even imagine how much she's dealing with but i first it was the way that the news came out and then it's the fact how it's being talked about how people are reporting on it i just wish that and with social media being like this thing that is ubiquitous and just so big i just really hope that um more people um have it in themselves and have a mind to give Regina and her family space and as much grace as possible. Um, especially, especially for the fans, especially for those of us who do not know her personally, it's just like, let's take several steps back here. Um, and really get, cause I, cause celebrities are people too, is kind of like the point that I'm trying to make here. And that this is a really, big tragedy, but it is a big personal tragedy, and I just really hope that more people realize that and treat it as such. Um, but I, my my sincerest condolences to Regina King, um, her ex-husband um, Ian Alexander and uh, the King family um, for their loss. I, I really hope um, Regina has all the support and love she needs from those closest to her. Um, and for everyone else um especially with this with how ian had passed uh, just just really be kind to one another out there you never know what someone else is going through mm-hmm. you, you you never know what what is truly behind a smile you know some people really can mask it well um like check on your strong friends you know all that stuff just just be really just be really kind um, and gentle with one another, as well as yourselves, because it's just, you never know. Um, and it can be so surprising to find out, like, what, what's really happening behind the scenes. So, yeah, just just really be easy with yourselves and each other. Um, and, yeah, my, my sincerest condolences to um, Regina King. Um, I really hope she's gonna be okay. I think that was it for Final Curls. Um, I am still waiting for tickets for Moonfall to go on sale because I am down to go see that at the IMAX.
1: What is Moonfall? Have we talked about this?
0: Uh not on the podcast. I talked about it in person with you like you last did. week. Yeah. You did. That Roland Emmerich disaster movie. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: You know, he always doing something to planet Earth, you know. <laughs> So I, I would, I really want to, it looks like a fun time and I just really want to go see it IMAX, but I don't want to miss my seat. So, cause I haven't been, to, <laughs> yeah, I haven't, Scream was the, cause it was Spider-Man, No Way Home. Then there was a month break. Then I saw Scream and then Moonfall will probably be the first thing I see in February. So we'll see about that. But okay. Um, yeah, just, you know, like, comment, um, share our stuff talk to us. We love engagement. We love to talk to y'all and we will talk to y'all some more next week.
1: See you in the future podcast people. (laughs)